watching prohibition fall down. Time to hang for some growth talk, man. Just in time. I was going to start the, the shows today, Scott, and I realized I was straight out of cold brew coffee. It's like, dude, I can't. How can you with my caffeine addiction on? I don't I maybe have 12 to 16 ounces of cold brew a day. Not bad, right? You know, um, know cold brew is super caffeinated. That's the wrap on it. Some are, some aren't. This one I get is called from a company called JJ Bean. It's a little prepackaged cold brew. It's like, you know what? I called you up. I'm like, Scotty, we got to wait a minute to do the show. I'll run to the store real quick. And dear God, there was just a line. Like it looked like even for the self checkout, I don't know what was going on. It looked like it was going to take 20 to 25 minutes. I immediately looked at you everybody. Immediately remembered, you immediately remembered the new rules that they don't bust anybody stealing under 500 bucks. They so just walked out with it. <laughs> yeah, good point. I heard about that. That's weird. <laughs> uh, the, uh, no, I was like, what the hell are all you doing here? And then I was like looking at the cashiers. I'm like, why aren't there more cashiers? This is just what's going on in my head. Sure, sure. And I always dude. remember. Because when you're in a rush and then you run, it's like, you know, when you're being in a rush, you're going to be late and then you run into traffic and then you just get mad at everybody else. But you're really part of the problem. Just remember that, people. You are part of the problem. Wait, so, I think man. part of the problem. Do they not have a self-check out there? They have four of them. I don't know what's going on, man. I think it's because they closed one grocery store around town and whatever. But regardless, I met in the middle. I swung by another spot I know, just got an iced coffee, which isn't quite a cold brew. We're managing. We're caffeine. We have the caffeine. It's a ha- it's a habitual thing. I do the show. I smoke weed and drink cold brew. It's how it rolls. I got to tell you, cold brew has become a part of my daily ritual, too. And it's pretty awesome. It and some oat milk. It's like a coffee milkshake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, Scotty. When are you coming on board? You know, the oat milk's pretty good. I ain't going to lie. The oat milk's pretty good. Hey, dude, they have to do anything to keep me from going to that self or to get me to go to that self-checkout. I hate going to self-checkout, man. It depends on how long the other lines are and what I have. If I have two minutes produce that I got to weigh out and put on there, then, yeah, I get a little bothered. See, I don't know how to think about it because for me, it's... I want to keep the cashiers employed. It seems like a job that people could use. And then I remember my brother who I was like, what a douchey thing to do. He would always just leave his cart where you just throw his cart out instead of returning it. And I'd be like, dude, what, you know, that's so douchey, man. Just put the cart in the cart return. He goes, I want to give bag boys a job, you know, or, or cart pushers a job is what he said. I love it. That's creative. <laughs> half, tr- half true here uh, at a lot of places. You, know, you have to put a quarter in to get your cart. And then when you put your cart back, you get your quarterback. So that's how they're eliminating the cart boys here. Do they still have change up there? Oh, too much change. Too I'm just kidding. I see, like I said, I, I seen five years ago, I had a fucking whole junk drawer full of change. This year, none. No more cash. So we can do with some grow talk, guys. All this right. is a show about growing cannabis, show rundown. We got Dank Nug, which is cake crossed with mandarin cookies, crossed with crescendo by Jay Smash. Uh, grow talk questions. These are all dogrows.com. Any all can get your questions up. We go over there to build the show. Much love for that. So should I be concerned about rain by fish whistler? Uh, yes, you should. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just thinking the same thing. It's just starting to rain like crazy, man, out front. Or it's just starting, actually. And yeah, Hasn't made it to the back yet. About rain. Oh, no, it's starting. It's kind of metal roof thing where it, oh, it sounds like... Uh, I don't know what it sounds like. I don't know. I am fond of rain on metal roofs, okay? I spent some time 
under a metal roof in Hawaii while it rained on my honeymoon. So there you go. How much time? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I a so, couple of years under one. Let me know. Next Grow Talk, Grow Talk question. Second Light by Laid Back Vaping. And we also have Tent Environment by Herp Burglar. Love it. I love it. Second Light. Doesn't that sound like a Hollywood production company? A second Light <laughs> does, production. Or a church. Second Light Church, man. That's if, mu- that sounds much more likely to me. <laughs> if you have not heard yet, dudegrows.com forward slash support. The show functions on your support coming in at $10 a month, guys. Immediately try to entice and say, come on, support the show because we're going to hook you up with some free seeds. You get to order from seeds here now. Or you get a good deal on Scotty's Recharge. Or you get the good fuzzy feeling, man, of supporting something that has either helped your grow, helped your commute. You've had a laugh. Uh, guys, you make it happen. We are not you know, sitting here be just breaking in the YouTube ad revenue or doing whatever else, many different yeah. video. We're busy getting sued over here, man, you know? <laughs> yeah, we haven't resolved the uh, the image, the kelp image that somebody wants oh, $300 man. for. Man, you know, I forgot about that till just now. I like to give people credit. You know, somebody took a nice picture and you're using it, say, take it down or, but I took it down and they still want their money. So we'll figure it out. But regardless, so dogrows.com forward slash report will get you access to DDC producers page where you can get all the coupon codes uh, and the deals. And yeah, we're going to continue to have member benefits. So next time the DGC Cup's coming around, we usually have uh, hookups on that. DGC get the first uh, choice of getting some uh, tickets, which, man, I'm starting to work on that in the back of my brain, figuring out how we're going to work that one out, hopefully by this fall. It does seem like that we're going to be able to have events again. I was looking, the Indo Expo is coming. Uh, I was even thinking maybe the Chicago one might be cool. But what, Chicago, Oklahoma, Denver, I'm not sure where else, but I'm psyched. Events are coming back, man. At the Denver Indo Expo, it's, that's kind of customary. I'll definitely be hitting it. We always usually set up there and hang out. I dig on that. I cannot wait to be hanging out at the Indo Expo outside of the parking lot at the Dabulance. Ah, oh, that's <laughs> true. That is awesome. It will, it will be our first time being able to get the Dabulance out there and stretch its legs a little bit. Yeah, the more patrons, the bigger the Dabulance party out front. I dig it. So don't forget... We helped you grow, guys. Please consider newgrows.com forward slash support. Listener-supported content here coming at you every day of the week. Dude, I can't wait to show off the Dabulance because the Dabulance was made, like I think it was created in like 1995. It's a 1989 ambulance, probably retired in 94, 95. And literally, it's all set up with gear from 1994, though. It has a compact Presario computer. It, you know, like a, the, the big one, you know, it yeah. Has like a mixing board that was probably a good mixing board in 1985, you know, or whatever, 95 rather, is fucking hilarious. It's like a time machine. Nice. You got to keep all that in there, man. It all still works. It does, which is fucking weird, man. I haven't had time. (laughs) I I fired it up about a day and a half ago. I'm going to go see if it loaded windows yet. But uh, yeah, it works. All right, all right. We'll take it. Let's get into the show with some dank nugs here. See who's growing the dank. And this is cake crossed with mandarin cookies, uh, crossed with crescendo by Jason Mash. Yeah, sorry. So these are ethos genetics here. Very cool. Let's see what we got. Um, this is first off, need to say thank you for having such an opening platform. You're welcome. An open platform. platform. An open, open platform. And what that uh, does mean, again, how 
Keep it going. Thank you, patrons, for allowing us to have an open platform. If Guru likes one tent better than the other, he gets to try one. You know, wants to try a different tent, he gets to try one. We are not uh, stuck with sponsors. We have a responsibility to our listeners because we're listener supported. So, Although we do have a few choice sponsors, as I say, because there's some products out there that are just dope and we like working with some of these cats. Dinesh listens. He's listener supported. Um, if Jaron don't listen, I'm kicking him out, man. You know, I'm just kidding. All our, it's our crew, man. It's all our crew. Uh, so I know HLG. We're on on HLG every, every in their warehouse where they're building stuff every day. Fuck yeah, man. That's our DGC. So it's got to give a shout out to Noob Grows. I'll get in on that shout out. Yeah. Uh, for the gift of White Wedding. This girl grows so easy. Didn't give me much trouble at all. She's grown in a three-gallon and super soil with dry amendments, worm power, and recharge one week, and fish shit the next. Coastal Maine soil is all good punk. Can't wait to run her again in a 10-gallon pot under the HLG 600. She's a sweet-smelling with a hint of red wine. She's frosty and sticky as hell. Thank you, DGC, for giving me a daily show with tons of good people. Keep an eye out for my papaya rum cake tank nug coming up right on dude oh hell yeah and it is my pleasure how cool i, I will Taste say the, the he said i can't wait to do it in the 10 gals you got a super soil there if you're trying to grow in a super soil slash living soil you do want a bigger battery we were just talking i was talking about with soup on the discord hang when somebody was asking about what size containers and the bigger you can go man try to go at least 10 gal when you're using living super soil uh, just to have more nutrition available and hopefully not run out mid-grow or transition to flower, that kind of thing. Do what is the Discord hang? Now that you've done it, help me out, man. Is it typing? Is it video, audio? No, it's just it? moderated. Uh, Soup's been moderating it. Basically, we're all hanging out in a chat room. It's audio. And when somebody on? wants to ask a question, they raise their hand and soup picks the people and we all chat and have questions it's super easy and super chill the no video is cool i mean i'm always on video so it's kind of like you know i'm just sitting there and i could stand up and stretch or just walk i was walking around the room holding the mic for a minute so it was nice. but you're nice. you're on audio correct very cool yeah that sounds cool. yes you don't have to worry about your hair or your shirt or anything video no, is an option worry about my hair man all right video is an option on there oh yeah the video chats on through Twitch, yeah, or, that's so. Maybe yeah. if you want yours to be video, you're welcome. This hair is on standby, dude. Hey, Jay Smash says, I've been growing. This is about the author. Don't know if I've done this. Uh, I've been growing for about five years now indoors and also going on five years sober from painkillers and other drugs. Oh, right Rats. on. Uh, started growing tomatoes as a small child with my father, and my first gorilla grow was at the age of 16. I found the DDC, and it really makes me feel welcoming. I've never had someone give me clones. Or learn from it's all been me and trial by fire. I was gifted a bunch of Chem 91 crossed with Calio seeds from a uh, from a biker. That's what I've been running until it was okay to get seeds online and my state opened up. Right on, Jay Smash. Very cool. Great story. Thank you for that. Uh, question one. Cannabis now. success story. Of DudeGrows.com is, should I be concerned about rain? Yes. This is by Fish Whistler. Says, howdy, grow folks. I live in the middle of Tennessee and started my first grow about a month ago. 
My little gals are inside solo cups right now until I transplant into one gals until they show sex, and then the females will go into 15 gals. Here are a couple questions I had. Here in Tennessee, we get pretty frequent rain, rain, but it seems to move in spotty, unpredictable systems like the ones we've experienced here the past few days. My main concern is having my pots get overwatered and my nutrients running out due to an unexpected storm blowing through. Okay, hang on one second. We got, I mean, just a short answer to that is you got to protect your plants from rain. You can't just have them getting rained on. Not as much of a concern in veg, but definitely in in flower it is uh, But even in general, you get big like Florida rain, like those big raindrops, it'll pelt your plants, man. It'll beat the shit out of them. Well, it can, too much of it, can it leach nutrition and act like a little bit of a flush, organic or synthetic, if it's just raining through your media too much? No, but I'd be more worried about it overwatering than that. So in that case, well, here, let me finish the, uh, the, the narration on here. It says, my main, I got it. I was wondering what outdoor container growers typically do if they live in an area of precipitation like we experience here. Or am I just overthinking this? A tarp during storms has been suggested, but I can't leave it out over all the time. And I live in the sticks. So typically, I'm not, if I'm not home, I'm not close to home. Uh, so that interesting. So I cover my shit with like the, the uh, what are they, corrugated? Uh, they sell them at Home Depot. They're like greenhouse panels. So you can get two different types. One's right. hailproof. It's a little more. And sure. one's not. Those are easy to rig up on a multitude of different things, whether it's metal staking, bamboo, yeah. two by two. Not too yeah. hard to rig something up. Uh, uh, the, the easiest, in my opinion, of like a rigging to do would be like a, set up a hoop house and then have the walls rolled up on the side of it. Yeah. And uh, just house. where that puts a roof over <laughs> it. It lets air flow underneath it. Um, it's really easy to just get a piece of like – the half inch PVC yep. and put two pieces of rebar in the soil and just bend it over and then have a two by four connecting all of them. And just and be clear about out. that. Cause it's really easy. You take rebar, which may be 36 inch rebar. You hammer it in t- on both sides of where you want the, the, you, the bow. And then you just take PVC. I think you might need like three quarter inch to go over it, but you put some, you sleeve, you know, it sleeves like on the rebar and then you just bend it to the other side and do the same thing. And you have a bow that's really strong. You have to secure it in the middle, but that's how you can make a really inexpensive and removable uh, hoop house. Then you can just take any kind of visqueen or whatever. If you want to get some decent plastic, it's easy enough. Uh, but that's how you can make a removable uh, hoop house. But Jesus, what about really a grow hat any- here where? If you were in veg or you didn't, you're not worried about your foliage getting wet, but you just don't want to overwater your containers where you were just able to uh, like cut a circle of some type of plastic material or whatever and have it like slit around your stem and you cover the top of your container if you know there's going to be rain in the area. Obviously, you don't want to, if you're in nursery pots though, might that affect mm-hmm. your your soil, your, your rhizosphere being able to breathe in What's a negative that? way? I mean, you don't want to drench your remember these are your pets you know treat treat your plants like your pets you're really going to drench your pet in plastic not you know i hear what you're saying i, I do i'm right an I umbrella said. over my pet all right man <laughs> i used i tied umbrellas to my stems before outside when i knew storms were coming and remember that like uh soil covered by canopy of plant is going to be not get as much water as just like if the pot were just sitting True. out getting rained on um, the main things to be worried about when you have a plant outside like this is one, have it covered, especially in flower. Um, the other is to be able to get air movement. So the hoop house is a really good solution because it allows you to roll up the sides and you can get a ton of air movement underneath and in through the canopy. But if the yeah. systems aren't frequent enough, like here's an example. In Colorado, 
Um, it would rain on and off. Typically, I, the first year where I didn't have my buds protected, they could still handle rain. wasn't perfectly ideal. If it's going to rain for half of a day and then be nice for a few days, buds can take it. Some plants are more prone to bud rot than others. It's when you get the systems where it rains, rains, rains. And then you start to see stalls. Then you have too much moisture. Then you can get mold forming. So just, yeah, as insurance, some type of protective structure. The hoop house is great. There's plenty of grow hacks on that. Right. Uh, hey, hoop I, houses. I know we don't so, have a grow hack on this episode, but I do have one. If they do get wet and you have to like shake your plants dry, um, also using a leaf blower. Not the worst idea for blowing off the plants to try and dry them off. Uh, right. Think of it like a hair dryer, but without the heat. I'm just looking. Uh, it's it's uh, 89 bucks, 89.95 for a 20 by 10 by 10 greenhouse on Wish. Are you looking at the disposable Amazon one? The Wish.com. You might as well just get one of those. <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. But they do have. You can get some really small. Like even this is a little cold frame. That'll go, they'll go over the, they're just removable, like some small removable for 100 or 200 bucks. If you Google, I'll counter you, uh, cattle fence hoop house. Those, okay. those are pretty dope um, and pretty inexpensive to build the way the cattle fence just bends over and gives you some nice structure. Ooh, yeah, yes. but it can't really, taking a few PVC pipes of pvc five or six pipes of pvc and folding them up when you need them and then just unfolding them land you know bending them put them on the rebar and then when you want to remove it just unbending them uh put them to the side maybe in some tall grass or something like that you roll up your plastic and you're done the cattle one's made out of metal so you're more legit ew ew metal <laughs> man Another part to this question, after how I also having my plants out indoors under my four HLG quantum boards, uh, 132s with 18 hours, so 18 hours of light, veg, sec, uh, veg light cycle, would it be more beneficial than having them outdoor under full sun for 13 or four hours? So he's saying, okay, I can have them indoors under 18 hours of artificial right. light, but right now, I think nothing beats the sun, man. Like, I mean, I would. HLG at, at HLG at 800 ppfd is you know at that constant for 18 hours. I don't know. I might take that except for if they're gonna be in the sun. If you're gonna finish them in there, you might be right. You don't want to shock them. Yeah, yeah you're, you're gonna guru. you're gonna yeah. want to just go if uh, go ahead and get those into the environment that they're gonna finish it. Acclimated. acclimated as soon as you can. Have a hardening off period of at least like three to five days. Um, and you should be completely good to go. But the, the, the idea is to get it out under the sun, which it's going to finish under uh, as quick as you can. Might yeah. have wanted to have had it out er, earlier than now um, anyway. It's like if you go back in time, would probably get them out uh, as early as you could. Like, hey, like June. On, on a sunny day, how many PPFD is it outside? Mm, good question. Good question. Yeah, not off the top of my head. Not sure. Interesting. I don't know if it's apical to – I don't know if it – I mean – I'm not sure if that's applicable to the outdoors. Uh, not really. That they did like in greenhouses, they rate it all in DLI, and you can look at DLI maps for the entire country. Gotcha. You know, and, and how it falls into different agricultural zones and stuff. And you'll be flowering in less than a month. You'll be starting flowering outside, so it's time to take them out. Make sure. Yeah. I would suggest if they're not too big. I mean, be careful. I've seen some plants handle just fine going from indoor lighting to full sun. I've seen other plants get burnt. For depending on the indoor lighting so you might want to acclimate them with a little bit of full sun and take them back into the shade next day a little bit more probably by the fourth day you can leave them out the whole time in a full sun 
thanks for the comments, guys. Keep, keeping it real here. Rasufa, and we have Fish Whistler, Asmos Bros. Fish Whistler, thanks for the question. And Soup, what's up, buddy? Soup made a really good point. What's he Did, got? Like uh, the overwatering uh, from rain hitting the plant is much less of a problem as rain getting on uh, flowers, especially after bud set. Bud mode. <laughs> Right on. Oh, SC Dungslinger as well. How you doing? 79, that is. Right on. Next question. Actually, next comment. Good comment here from Bonsai Brock. Says, I don't understand the issue people have with autos and up potting. Just start the seed in a small fabric or cocoa pot. When ready, plant the whole pot into a larger container. Roots grow right through. Now, I'm curious on this. I've seen... The cocoa pots that they make that are right. kind of designed for this, for sure. sure. I don't know about a fabric pot. Like a cocoa nah. pot is like this cocoa fiber that I can see easily. Roots are going to push through that into the media. Right. But not a, uh, like a fabric pot. I mean, uh, it'd certainly be restricted. I imagine if you put them in the soil, they would continue to grow, but they're certainly restricted. So think about it. How many times have you seen uh, someone's driveway ruined by okay, like the, okay. the roots of a tree? Roots That's are actually a long roots, time, though. Roots are actually really powerful. Um, and in growing in fabric pots, have you ever like sat them on the ground and just watered to run off like on a concrete oh, yeah. floor or something? Yep, and there's root. a ton of roots out of yep. the bottom of it. Um, they don't have much trouble pushing through the fabric pot. That's actually kind of the idea of it, that the root is able to get out, air prune itself, and then it, uh, it like influences tertiary branching and secondary branching in there. Um, but yeah, no, they, it can definitely uh, root out into a new home. Or if you have like a big fabric pot just sitting on the grass, like out in your yard, it will root out into the ground too. All right. All right. I like, I haven't used those cocoa pots yet, but I like the idea. And they're pretty darn small. They don't make them too big. It's like the same type of... Uh, Pot, if you haven't seen them, that the hanging flower baskets sometimes that have like sure. the, the, yep. the, I don't know what you call it, mesh cocoa shit instead. They dry out so quick though, man. Kind of annoys me. All right. Cardboard. Second light. Second light by Laidback Vapen. So, so I recently started growing again using the original tent I bought eight years ago, which is a two by four by five and some change, but plan on jumping up to a four by four, possibly a five by five. Options have to be weighed completely. Part of the dilemma is I cannot decide whether I should get another HLG 300 and just match up my lights because it already has one or get the 350R. So here's the questions. Does it matter that one light would be putting off a different footprint of light in the tent? That doesn't matter. If you're running a 300 watt and then a 350 watt, I mean, obviously, the side with the 350 watt could potentially, there's a, you know, eventually you reach the, the limit, but it's going to do why, a little better. What's up? Um, why not spend the, what, uh, have 30, 50 extra watts or 50 less watts in the grow that you have to cool and they have to pay for? If you got a five by five or a four by four, two of those 300s is going to be, be fine. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's two a four 300s. by four. Okay. And five. He says they're possibly a five sorry. by five. I'm sorry. I was thinking two. He's got a two by four by five now. Okay, I'm here, wrong. That's, I uh, I've five. got a. I think I've got a pretty good solution here. Six fifty. Go ahead and get a six fifty. Use the other one as a veg light in your t in your existing tent. Have your five by five with the six fifty in it, and you will be rocking it. Six fifty is the right light for a five <laughs> by five. I have a five by five area or a six by six area. It's actually a little bit bigger, but a six by six grow area, and it was hard. I used I needed four of the three hundreds. 
uh, to cover everything, and they're too powerful. So now I have to turn them down. But that foot yeah, I was about to say important. that's a bit. I can I can tell you right now, my six hundred watt um, R spec works just fine in a five by five. It's it was enough light. Uh, it says that going on here are either options added to my current three hundred L going to be the best fit for the five by five production wise. We talked just talked about that. I'm going to veg in a closet. That is a hair under two by five, under T8s, and several reflectors with either CFL or LED plastic taken off. So, this yeah, is Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Take your 300, use it for a veg tent, and then to go buy a 650 and use it for a or 600. Or 600, but something like that. Do one light in a five by five. And you'll crush it, and you'll be you'll be. Really you could dim there. down any of these said lights, I believe, um, or have dimmers on them. I know my six hundred R spec does. Uh, as far as the three hundred watt going to his veg area, yeah, the I mean T eights maybe for just barely getting some roots, but you want those plants to be used to proper high intensity LED light for transitioning from that tent to the next, or that area to the next. Um, and I know the three fifty R. If you're using coupon code Dude. The 600 R spec is priced nicely now. So that's what I'd get for the five by five or even the four by four possibly and just turn it down. So if you decide to go to a bigger tent, um, you have the option to have the lighting for it. I didn't want to shit on your T8s and compact fluorescents, but I mean, well, hang on a second. We got it. We're here to help people. T8s are only good for if you want to put them right on top of a clone dome, you can make clones with them. Compact fl compact fluorescents are not a good uh, way to grow. They uh, just don't have enough power, in my opinion, to grow anything but a really lanky plant. If you're doing veg, you don't want a lanky plant. So I, I wouldn't cheap out on the on the veg light. I would take that 300 and make it a veg light. Shout out to HLG. Kubunko Dude works across their site. Laid back vaping about the author here. So started growing um, in 13, right after high school, I guess 2013. I'm not used to it being said like that. Uh, right. Took an eight-year eight hiatus and always kept in the tune with the landscape of cannabis here in the States, including newts, methods of growth, etc. Now I'm in a great position to grow and choose to do so. I work in 12-volt car modification. What is that? Oh, go Jay. Dude, come on. I got a JL audio in my, in my kid's car, man. Come on. You want to? Okay. I love. Oh, I love music. Have speakers in all rooms of the house as well as the car. If there isn't any rhythm going, I just don't feel alive. I can agree with the car. We've talked about that on the show. I've had a sub probably the last almost all my vehicles. You got to have a little sub, man. You got to feel that. So I don't have yeah. like the system system, but I can. I, I can turn it up. Okay. I got the Force Fifteens, man. Sure with Force Fifteens. You said in bridge mode. <laughs> Hell yeah, trunk of funk, man. Yeah, it's got to be uh, have the right levels of mids and highs. Too. Yeah, just making, it has to make your, your mirror fall off. <laughs> One thing just to think about, maybe you guys can tell me a quick think real quick. Soup is saying for a five by five, I'd go two three fifties for four by four, two three hundreds. I used to tell growers, hey, would you rather grow with one one thousand watt HPS or two six hundreds? As far as maybe light spread, depending on your space, you know what I mean? It, that's different though, man. Now they design lights to cover a certain footprint. You know, that six hundred looks like a spider. You know, the 650, they look like spiders with quantum, where they got six different quantum boards on there. Do I have that right? Yeah. You know, and they're all spaced out where they should be. They're all sharing the right power supply. It's pretty powerful stuff. Right on, right on. I'm going to shout out to and have a question for you, Scotty. Real yes, Growers, realgrowers.com, so you can pick up some recharge. I like uh, those guys. 
if you are in Canada, growing the dank, we got uh, rechargecanada.ca, guys. Check it out and get your recharge up here in the north. Not the great white north. I call it the north. All right. There's a recharge question here. Uh, this is by Kobja. Kobja Killer 757. Kobia. Kobia, man. Thank you. Thank you. Glasses will come eventually. <laughs> it says, hey there, DGC. Love the show. It makes long days at work fly by. Awesome. That was the Love intention. You. I've learned so much and can't thank you enough for all the growing knowledge. I've listened to hundreds of episodes, but never heard of this talked about on the show. All right, let's help you out. Let's hit it. I'm on my se- second grow ever in soil. Is it safe to top dress dry amendments and water in recharge at the same time? Okay, um, this might be a dumb question, but I'm like I'm taking I'm taking a minimal approach instead of giving my ladies too much of anything at once. I mean, this sounds like. Uh, this yeah, is like exactly. the exact time that you do want to use recharge. You're mm-hmm. putting in these organic amendments um, that have to be broken down either microbial or over time um, into their ionic form for the roots to be able to actually use the nutrition that you're giving them. So inoculating it with recharge um, is going to help uh, cycle those nutrients and break them down and make them available to your plant um, instead of having to wait, uh, for the just endogenous microorganisms in there to come up to the surface and start to break that down. Yeah. You're relying on those micro microorganisms in organic production. So by adding a whole, you know, a whole consortia, I did it right. Guru. You did it right. Whole consortia of them right in the beginning and you know, starting off good. Right on. I, I mean, it is, I call it, don't forget the top dressing tips I like to give. We're talking about it more frequently. Actually, this again, Almost, I've been learning a lot from that Discord hang. Um, more frequent, I think this was a tip from Jeremy that uh, Build a Soil Soup had said, more frequent top dressings, less is more weekly instead of bi-weekly or monthly where you're putting on more. Um, like I always say, picture like you're sprinkling your Parmesan on your pizza. Uh, I give a rule of thumb depending on what it is, like maybe a tablespoon or maybe two tablespoons per five-gallon container. Sprinkle it all over. Really Another reason why little? I like, what's that? Use that little of dry amendments? It depends. Uh, well, if you're doing it weekly, right? If the frequency is up and you're already, there's a lot of variables here. Is you already in a fully enriched soil? Right. Um, or is your amendment an all-in-one? Are you just doing glacier rock dust or are you doing a full blend of that has your nutrition, meat and potatoes as well? Right. Uh, most most companies have the recommended application, but sometimes it's hard for them to say, they'll say, how much should you top dress per container size? One, five, three, whatever. Uh, but... I agree with Drew on the, uh, it's a match made in heaven. Get those microbes eating those munchies, as I like to think about it in my head. And uh, thanks for the question there. Oh, P.S. Any idea on when hats and stickers will be in stock? Hats are in the works. We actually just approved. We have two styles of DDC yeah. hats. Yeah. And one's going to be a, what is it? Boonie style? Is that what we call it? I believe so. I believe we approved the boonie style hat. You look good in that, dude. Um, and the other is just another ball cap. We'll, we'll get, uh, we'll get the designs up. We'll put them, show them up to patrons and then let everybody know when they're available. And, uh, thanks for the grow talk question. Maestro helping out in the comments, boosted garden, Rastufa and soup right on DGC. I think we skipped over a question. I'm pretty what sure. do we got? What uh, are those? Uh, yeah. What are those? Oh man. How can we do that? Crazy legs. And this is an easy Here we one. get the crazy legs. Uh, don't forget, I didn't mention Recharge. If you guys are on Amazon, search Real Growers Recharge. You can use coupon code DUDE at realgrowers.com and 
rechargecanada.ca if you're hanging out in Canada. Okay. All right. What are those by Crazy Legs? Thank you there, Guru. We're getting ready for our first harvest. Notice these on two of our plants. Are these pollen sacks? Thanks and advice. It says, and recharge for the wind. So these are what I've noticed these. We're looking at what look like little seed. They almost look like there's going to be a seed in these like little sacks. Is that a brat? Is that what, what is that? Guru? So it is, uh, it, it is a type of calyx and yes, they're called bracts. Okay. And it's going to be the part of the plant that, or at least smokable part of the plant that's going to be the first one to finish. Um, so a, a really good way to get uh, a taste of how your cannabis is going to taste before right. you even harvest it. You can harvest the bracts a couple weeks early, like when you would go to a flush and most of the time they're going to be finished and you can uh, smoke a bowl of bracts. Uh, I know from loving in her eyes, she had, uh, I guess came around and had the just like jars of bracts, really? solely bracts in it. And it is some of the best smoke that I've had. So Part, take that know. with a grain of salt because it was coming from loving in her eyes, right. but it really good smoke. Beautiful. So those are nothing to worry about. That or that certainly doesn't mean that it's male. Those no, that, you'll see little did, balls that will that will tell you it's. Male. Well, I mean, at that point, in flower development, it's definitely not male too, as well. But I've seen these earlier and later at different points in flowering, and it was like, dude, what's up with that? And they open it up, and it's just a little plant material inside, and, and it's not, yeah. And it's also that these were your pre-flowers. Um, like, gotcha. you know, at the like nodal sites where pre-flowers right, normally, right. normally show up for the first time, this is mature pre-flowers. Wow. I dig, I dig before the next grow talk question. That was a quick hit, but that's fine. Don't forget. I didn't have any new grow hacks guys. I love the grow hacks. Well, how, how are you hacking in your grow? How are you saving some money? Um, set it over at dogrows.com. Just look over the navigation of grow hacks and get it up there. Checking that every show. And another third grow talk question here, Tent Environment by Terp Burglar. It says, what up DGC? Thanks in advance for the help. I have an environmental issue. I have a four by four veg tent, my five by five flowering tent, and my two by four drying curing, curing tent in the same room, which I've always done and had little to no, and little to no environmental issues with the proper equipment. Okay. Key, proper equipment. I recently installed a 12,000 BTU by a mini split in this 150 square foot room. Now I think that thing is going to do nice to control your temps. 12,000 BTU is a decent seismic air. Oh, for a mini split. Yeah. That's a lot of cooling. That's a ton of cooling in that room. So they three, these three tents in the, in the same room, we're going to call the room, not the bedroom, but his lung room, meaning that's sure. the, the room that all the tents are going to use the air from. Uh, each tent basically has to have its own environmental controller to some degree in it, whether it's exhausting or pulling in for temp and humidity settings. Those are your first two things to be concerned about. Right. And as long as the lung room can handle the heat coming out of the tents, which I'm confident your mini split will, I don't know if how good of a dehumid function mini splits have on them. I think they have one recent cool. It, uh, an air conditioner in general pulls moisture out of the air. That's why it has. He might need line. to get a dehumidifier as well. Like I'm just picturing, let's say, you know, you're, you're at the end of flower, you have your humidity down lower. So that tent's exhausting the humidity out a lot. And then you also, for some reason, have something hanging in the drying and curing tent and it's trying to get a little too humid. So that one's venting. So you might have to get a dehumidifier. That's the important one. The drying and curing tent is going to be the really important one. Yeah. It, it really is just dependent upon the amount of plant material that's in the, like actively growing plant material that's in the room. Cause it is transpiring, putting moisture out. Yeah. Um, it might be enough to swamp out the, the mini split and you might need a dehumidifier. I'm just wondering about and the same environment for the 
for the drying tent, you want that in the 60s, right? Or at least ideally you would want that in the 60s. You'd want that in the coolest part of the room, right under the AC or... Part of doing the like multiple tents in a single lung room setup right. is uh, you end up having to make compromises. There's no way to have every single one of these environments perfect. Right. Um, you can mitigate how different they are or uh, the different environments that are in each one, but there are going to be some compromises in doing this, Makes where sense. like each one doesn't have its own environmental control. A good way to mitigate those uh, problems, like I was saying, would be to get AC Infinity fans in each one, just where they have it. Or, and not just AC Infinities, any type of fan that's on a controller that's uh, like a humidistat, temp stat. Um, you're going to be able to set those parameters for each tent and then have like a nice middle ground for the lung room. And you um, can get some pretty cheap duck booster fans, you know, that for tents, you're not moving a ton of air. Duck booster fans aren't like a full on inline fan. They have a smaller motor. You can get them in like four, six inch, maybe even eight inch. So right. Consider consider that as well. It's a cheap option. I've used a duck booster fan for probably two, three years now. My two by four tent turns on when it gets too hot and just exhausts out kind of thing. doesn't even need a full four inch, um, which been a four inch inline. It wouldn't be bad either, but that's an option for you. Yeah, definitely. Uh, wanted to tell people what's playing on YouTube because in case you missed it, this didn't go out on podcast because it's more of a visual, but dabbing one one man. Learn everything you guys need to know about how to take a dab in 2021. Very well, nice. It's even Very about nice. how you how to evaluate them. Yeah, look at that. Look at that guy. <laughs> Go over if you have not enjoyed the YouTube channel lately. Is it is categorized and organized and running smooth? Okay, we got it cleaned up thanks to the Rolling Stoner Guru. You're doing a little work on that. Much appreciated. It's going off. All right, moving on to the pros list. Before we get to what's going on in our grows, I got a couple pros today. All right. Uh, first off, I have Dynavap, man. If you guys have not checked out Dynavap, your dry herb, personal dry herb, I wanted you to show just the collection here. You got Dude, cool looking and artistic. They got a few different models. This is a way without flame, or I mean, you can use flame to heat it up, or you can use their induction heater thing, which I have right here. You just kind of put it the pen down in here. Um, and you get, depending on how heavy you pack it, two to three, maybe four, depending on the flower, great dry herb base. Uh, the flavor is awesome. This is how you can experience your floral terpene profile. And some people just straight don't like burning shit and burning leaf material into their lungs, sure. which I'm fine with that as well. Agreed. So Dyna Vape Vap, excuse me, VAP.com, coupon code DUDE. If you can't remember that, dudegrows.com forward slash pros great company too. customer service is there tons of info on their site about their products tons of videos so check out their devices it'll bring you back to when you're a kid with a dugout they come with the little dugout as well which i like look at them with the legal gray area stuff instead of calling this a vape it's uh a it's, no it's well it's a vap one which is not really a word it's a thermal extraction device <gasps> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> One other update as well on uh, if you have not, if you've been interested as a grower uh, in, in ozonated, ozonated water, we had some discussion actually again, which man, I keep referring to that little discord hang because it's a good time. Sunny and Bectopia um, is just giving good reports on it. She's extending the sale of 25% off. They have a bigger machine and they have a unit for smaller growers. Um, coupon code FREEDOM. Just go to the pros list, dogrows.com forward slash pro, and you'll see tracks. You will link over to her site, Creatrix Solutions, because you'll probably forget, or not know how to spell like me, Creatrix Solutions, I think, dot com. <laughs> uh, and 25% off for the whole month of July. 
Coupon code FREEDOM will hook you up with a hot deal on some ozonators. If I call them ozonators, an ozonating machine. Hit it, man. Hit it. What's going on in your grow, dude? I barely even want to talk about it, man. Barely even want to what? talk about it. You know, I'm having a great time in there. And we are doing all this Mondo testing and Mondo, you know, whatever we're calling it, Mondo 90 and Mondo 120. We're doing these one-part testing. And I am being told that my grow is needed for testing. That we should go. Yeah, I've got those six plants in there. I got my hempy perpetual set up. And um, I'm being coaxed to, dare I say, kill everything. I'm about, I don't know, five weeks, four or five weeks away from harvest. Just because to do proper testing, like clinical do, testing. Yeah, like a bunch of three gallons with different rates and you're documenting, you know, auto flower seeds when they were planted, how much mm -hmm. they got. And uh, yeah, it's normally not my style, but just doing a bunch of three gals hand watered and, you know, I'm sure Rolling Stoner is going to help me with the experiments. Got a couple warehouse Kyle, I'm sure. Actually, I don't think he'll help me anymore. Once I outed him on the show, he's like, no, I'm not helping. But uh, yeah, so that's the idea is to start over again with seeds and clones and document everything. It was just pitched to me about an hour ago, two hours ago. And I, I don't know if I can do it, dude. It'd be hard to go in and just prune them, just call them, call them out after, hey, you know, they've been going. Yeah. I mean, I understand it's a learning environment, but uh, I don't know, man. I mean, it was my system. I've been working on it for months. I've been enjoying working on it. It's been getting better and better every harvest. Yeah. And uh, now I got to go put three gals in there. But yeah. We'll see, man. We'll see. Uh, I do want to experiment. If I do it, we will be experimenting with shorter veggies. I'm normally in the vegging for at least a month. Might you know after they get in that solo cup, I might take mature solo cups, put them in veg, veg them for a couple of weeks, and then flower them up in a three gal, five gal. I think if you're going from a, a mature, rooted out, whatever pint, I hate giving so much credit to solo. They don't pay us anything. <laughs> pint plastic pint cup. Uh, hey, wait, wait, wait. If they did pay you something, would that change things, dude? Would you yeah, love plastic? All about it. Uh, Regardless, the that rooted out and in, straight into a three. I bet you you could go to bloom in a week. Yeah, um, you might be right. I'm used to going three, four weeks, but maybe ten days, fourteen days at the I most. Think at the I'm most, man, because that thing's gonna root out, and yeah, I think you could do it in a week if everything's running and chugging along healthy. Right. That would be a good, a good transition. I'm trying to find a really simple way to encourage people to grow. That's where the Mondo comes from. It's like a simple, instead of a three-part base, you just use this, and uh, yeah, that's the idea behind it. So. You got a lot of pressure there. There has been a lot of shatting in my years in the, uh, and I've seen a few of them, the hydroponic industry stores, retail right. stores on right. companies that would come out. Humboldt Nutrient had oneness. Huh. So, that's that's weird that they, the guys that sell you nine to 12 bottles uh, <laughs> were shitting on the, on the one bottle solution. They, oh, they weird. weren't. They're just trying. Their, I said, there are some good ones out there, but uh, it is a challenge with this plant and it's different nutritional mm -hmm. needs. So I'm excited to hear about if, your trials I, and tribulations. If I wasn't doing something innovative, sir, if I wasn't doing something innovative and new, I wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. You're not going to create a new uh, liquid three-part, two-part A and B, baby. A and B was hot when it came out. <laughs> like, I just need A and B? All right. That's right. That's right. Uh, my grow is no grow, man. I got all the GMO trimmed up. 
took a while. Wasn't too happy with the results. I mean, it's going to be smokable smoke, but it's like not even close to quads. Uh, and I, I don't know if it was just because it definitely the heat probably played a role, but I'm like, I'm over this. I got enough seeds. So I'm going to take those plants out. There's no reason I really want to keep them around and have potentially close to the same results when I have a lot of quality genetics in seed form. I do have a hidden pack of roster Jeff's orange, orange gasm. Right on. Um, so I might be having to pop some of those at the right time after some of the summer, summertime passes. So we will be uh, retiring dudes grow and continuing to ask guru what's going on in his grow as he constructs his grow tent and uh, give a little bit of review on what's going on. Did you get it officially? You said it came last show. I have, I've officially gotten the grow tent. Um, I have not set it up yet. I'm going to a concert tonight, so I'll probably get it set up tomorrow. Uh-oh. You got to try you opening the, if you're not excited enough to unbox it immediately and set it up, I don't know. Well, I'm I'm waiting on some of the other parts <laughs> too. too so. Oh my god, it came! Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Excited for you to. And also, what we could do, uh, we'll do, figure out. I'll throw a few DDC in here. I mean, what's going on in this DDC's grow? Why the heck not? There's plenty of people out there growing and listening, so that'll be a fun way to do it. And I got plenty going on outside. I mean, I just have enough. Believe me where i mean i have too many strawberries right now which is a good thing my daughter would say no dad you just get me the ladder i'll eat them she was out eating strawberries last night like at 11 30 at night because she's just like feeding a little bit of sugar and we right. didn't have any i'm like this is the right way to feed sugar go for it that's fucked up because at 12 30 at night which was 11 30 your time i was just stoned as hell feeding on strawberries myself <laughs> yeah yeah Dude, so. we got like three varieties all the way from like the big ends that like you see at the store that like mark to market or with the ones you never see in the store just sure. the little they're just little guys like alpine berries and you can just see, pull them right off i uh, was so on good. like a, a recent hike up in the mountains and saw a ton of alpine strawberries right it was just uh they weren't mature yet and like so it was just flowering strawberry plants like natural no, strawberries you're yeah fan? Just growing all over the place. Alpine strawberries are delicious when right they're on. like actually uh, mature and finished. I like the bigans. Just get them at Biggins. the store, you know. I'll tell you, tell me who's uh, slinging some microbes here. Who's going to recharge it up? Ooh, Rainmaker Supply and how do you say that? Midlothian. Midlothian, Illinois. And shout out to Deb. Thank you so much for the support. The recharge love. All right. Uh, also going to give a little love to these producers we're going to shout out here for making yeah. this show happen by going over to dudegrows.com forward slash support and contributing the $10 a month. Thank you yes. so much for Bless Up. I'll steal that Bless Up, guys. Bless Up. I'm going to start off with Turf Goonie and Stankster. How you doing? Yes. Green Thumb and B&B's Weed Womb. <laughs> that is awesome. Thank you so much for making this all happen. Uh, this this community or all this wouldn't happen without the community and uh, patrons. You, you keep the wheels turning. Crazy Pug one five six six and Jose 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 the one. All right, and Turps down for what? Turps <laughs> like down that. for what? It's <laughs> awesome. Headhunter seven ten indoor neophyte. How long can you be a neophyte for? I don't know what it is. What it it's is. like a new. It's a new man. It's like a fancy word of saying new. Last but not least, here, what's up, Otto Ladensack Jr. Wow, you didn't tell me you were gonna use my real name, man. All right, stay higher, my friends. Until next time, we'll be coming at you. Peace out. Hey, take it easy, dude.
Whoa, I will. Some people love to blaze up the tank. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss man says to take a little break, that means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the bells on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. In my toolbox, there's a bone. Some people start their day off with a pill. It's what the doctor says to do. They shake their heads at natural medicine. Go ahead and try something new. It's just weed. It's just weed. It's just weird, it's just weird I like to smoke it out in Just look at how he's being paid. Wow, 